Welcome to the Balls and Football Show. It's me, Sponge, your host. I'm here with the Maverick Renegade, Jeff from the Brigaders. How are you, my friend? Good. Thanks for uh, hi. This is, I was I've been looking forward to this for ages, man. Um, it's been right, we need to get music for that show, though. I think. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Definitely, we'll get that music sorted for the next thing. Hopefully, we'll be able to get Streamlabs sorted, and we can have all the fancy graphics and things like that. Um, so yeah, we'll, we'll work on that to get that working. Um, but yeah, we we'll use Streamyard tonight and see how we get on. So Sorry, we'll I can do batters. It's quite cool. I can do. Trust me. <laughs> and yeah, so there we go. So yeah, the we'll get there. Man. We'll get there. Um, I think. Uh, if if the draft was a couple of weeks, obviously, but I was going to say the most randomly stupid, um, obvious stain of the if the if the if the draft was a couple of weeks later than it is, we probably wouldn't be on for a couple of weeks. But um, I think, uh, yeah, times again, <laughs> definitely, and obviously it's two days away, so we'll see what happens when everyone comes through. Yeah. Um, so we will get into our mock draft. Um, I, I wanted to do like so obviously we're uh, we're 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 um Scots, both of us, in case you don't understand from that accent. Um do you want to describe very quickly what the what the draft is for like I, I I'm only in I've only been into American football for about six, seven years. And even then, like you and me have been blethering and joking about salary caps and stuff like that. There's so much yeah. nonsense that are, that we just don't have in British football and or or British sports. And the drafts, one of them. Yeah, it's it's a very American thing. Um, so obviously, college football and college sports in general in America are massive business, where college athletes don't actually get paid that that much, um, which is another subject for another day. Um, but you've got all the college football teams who play, and the best players after three years from high school. Um, if they're playing in college, so then enter into the draft. Um, and it, it has to be three years from high school. So you could do your full four years at college um, and then go into the draft, or you could just do the three from high school and then go in. You don't even have to play in college football to be drafted. Um, it's very unlikely that that's ever going to happen because the, the path is college football, NFL. Um, so basically... The way to describe it in British terms was if our universities were athletically prominent, like professional sports, mm. and then the professional teams got to pick the best of the college teams, the best of the university teams. So going by the Premier League, if Sheffield United finished bottom of the Premier League, which they're going to do because they're already relegated. <laughs> um they would have the number one pick in the draft to pick the best player from the university football teams. So that that, that that's to try and even things up a wee bit, isn't it? So like... Yeah, because the NFL is very much like the Super League, there's no delegation. Um the American model is your franchise, you've got thirty two teams, they are the teams. You might get expansion teams come in and then obviously it just grows from there. Um, whereas you've got NHL who have just expanded again with the Seattle team that's coming. Um, NBA, MLB, they're all these are the teams that play all the time. 
um, and some of the others they play each other five, six, seven times in a season, and they go through it like that. It's quite a lot. So the NFL is very unique in the way that the schedule is different every year to all the other sports, which makes that actual special, as opposed to baseball, where you can go to a baseball game halfway through after you finish work and then get to the end of the game and then go home and but right, that was a normal day. So baseball just goes on forever. Uh, but yeah. yeah, football, um, especially the draft, it's just the worst team picks the best player or they have the, the chance to pick the best player. It doesn't always work that way. Um, sometimes number one draft pick is not good. And that's probably the easiest way to say it. Um, <laughs> without going into more specific details. It's so, yeah, barmy, it. man. It's barmy. It's a. Uh, I think it's really exciting. I think it's really. I think it's quite um. It's, yeah, quite it's really cool, um, and it's it's just so different to what we have over here mm. that it makes it a bit more exciting, and especially when you're like getting introduced to it, and you're like, "This is what happens here. This is how you your your team." was terrible so this year the Jacksonville Jaguars have the number one pick because uh, yeah. they won one game last season so now they have the chance to pick the best available player and then potentially win two games or more uh, <laughs> next season so that, that's basically how it goes and this year in particular the number one draft pick has pretty much been known for about two years um, of who it's going to be. It was just a case of what team is going to be picking. Um, and all season there was a, a battle between the New York Jets and the Jacksonville Jaguars. Um, so the Jacksonville Jaguars won their first match, their first match, their first game um, of the season last year against the Texans. Texans are the Colts, one of the teams in their division. Um, they didn't win a game all season. They went one and fifteen. The Jets were o and twelve o and thirteen before they won a game. Yeah. Then they won another game, and then they finished two and fourteen, which meant that Jacksonville had the number one pick. Yeah. Now there's there's other things like strength of schedule that come into play. So if you have the same record, it depends on the amount like the, the opponents that you play because of the schedule and all that thing. Um. Very detailed. Like, we're not going to get into it on this one. Yeah. Um, maybe next year we can go a bit more in depth on the actual mechanics no, of it. There's like trading as well. You can trade your spots, all that craziness as yeah, well. Yeah, trade value as well. Um, so obviously, when we do our mock draft, we don't trade. Mm-hmm. All the teams stay where they are because trying to work out the trade value of the number one overall pick is about 4,000 points. Yeah. And I think the last pick is 128 points or one point or something like that. Um, yeah. Or 1.28 points. So it's trying to figure out how we, how you calculate all the value. Yeah. And then obviously if you're drafting a quarterback, when you trade, you have to pay a tax like the 49ers have done. Um, yeah. So the 49ers have traded up from number 12 pick to the number three pick. Yeah, that's true. And they're going to pick a quarterback. Um but they've had Wait, which one? <laughs> a very good question. Yeah. Very good question. Um, 
they've had to pay. Obviously, it's not just swapping the picks. So they've had to bring in another pick from this year and next year's number one pick mm-hmm. to get the value for Miami to move down to 12. Uh, who have then moved back up to six with Philadelphia. So, yeah, trades yeah. are just mixing it up. And on Thursday, it's going to be even worse when you have a look at trades. So mock drafts never try and trade, project trades. Cause because they, they change right up to the, the wire, don't that's they? So. That's it. I mean, the Chargers put out a tweet yesterday um, that they had traded the 13th overall pick to the Giants for the 11th overall pick, but they also gave them a third round pick just to move up two spots. And I was like, okay. They deleted <laughs> But... It just it goes to show like that's moving up two spots, but you're also given another pick just to do that. So you're yeah. jumping ahead of the team who's in number twelve, which is Philadelphia. So you then go into do you have any information? What's going on there? Like who are Philadelphia picking? Is that who you want to pick? You have to get ahead of them. Yeah. And those are things that teams do, like um obviously this year with COVID, everyone's been doing Zoom meetings. So mm-hmm players haven't been able to tell other teams where they're going or put it on Instagram. Yeah. Like, oh, I'm in New York. I'm visiting the Giants this year. So, yeah. so it's harder for teams to do Yeah, because yeah, if the player goes, oh, I'm, I'm visiting the Giants, and then someone's like, oh, well, we want him and the Giants are ahead of us. We need to get ahead of the Giants. Yeah. It's all that kind of thing. Uh, so, yeah, that very much the the chess match of the mock draft and the draft itself, um, which starts at one o'clock on Friday morning, our time. So you'll be missing that. I'm presuming you'll be working on Friday. I've got, I've got school in the morning. Um, I'll, I'll yeah. get up and um, I might get up about three or four and watch like um, early night, early rise and try and catch some of it or try and get, at least catch some of the buzz. Because it's um it's a mental night, isn't it? It's pretty crazy and quite it wild is. to watch. It is. And everything that happens is pretty much going to be forgotten about mm. in the next three years. <laughs> and mm. apart from the number one pick, is he good enough? Yeah. Or if you pick someone who really shouldn't be picked at number three overall, Chicago mm. Bears, um, but Shubisky picking... There a few years ago, 2017, I think they picked him. And then yeah. that just goes to show Patrick Mahomes and Deshaun Watson both went in 10 and 12 that year. Mm. But Chicago traded up to number three to draft Mitchell Trubisky, which has not worked out. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's a gamble. Like, it's, it's fascinating. It's fascinating. You got guys yeah. like, um, you got, you got guys who are like legends who were traded really low and things like that happen as well, don't you? Yeah, you've got players who go undrafted that make franchise altering moves like Tony Romo. Um, mm. He wasn't drafted at all. And then he went to the Cowboys and he worked his way up and became the starting quarterback. And mm. uh, you've got Tom Brady, the probably the best overall sixth round pick that the NFL mm. has ever seen. Uh, Russell Wilson was drafted in the third or fourth round. Dak Prescott was drafted in the fourth round. Mm. Uh, I am mentioning all the Cowboys because I am a Cowboys fan. Um, <laughs> but again, if you go back to when Aaron Rodgers and Alex Smith were drafted, Aaron Rodgers was supposedly the number one pick in that draft. 
but it was Alex Smith that went number one to San Francisco. And Aaron Rodgers mm. fell all the way down into the 20s when Green Bay selected him. And then, so, he's franchise anyway. So. <laughs> so you're never guaranteed success with anyone. That's the way to do it. So you just pick the best player that you can. Mm. Um, and that's the, the best way to do it. So, yeah. I thought I went awesome. rambling there. Um, oh, that was good. I, I, I love it, man. Um, you're, you're a good talker when it comes to this stuff. I just like set. It's cool. <laughs> it's the passion. Mm, yeah. So, do you, do you want to get started on the... Yeah, yeah let's go through. Let's back. go through. Right. Okay, so Jacksonville Jaguars have the number one pick. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, they're taking Trevor Lawrence, yeah, yeah, the quarterback from Clemson. That's That's been known for, for two years, as I said. Uh, he burst onto the college scene near the college finals. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I was in his first year. He's been to the college football playoffs all three years that he was in college in Clemson. Yeah. And as soon as he came in on that, because he wasn't the starter, Deshaun Watson was the starter. Um, so he came in after that. And as it's soon as he started playing, so. they were just like, he is the next Andrew Luck. Mm-hmm. So it's like, they're Possibly saying, best, best quarterback prospects of all time. Some are calling yeah, it. Trevor yeah. Lawrence is here, and the mm-hmm. rest of the quarterbacks are here. I don't mm-hmm. know if my hands match up, but yeah, um, <laughs> he's just above them all. Um, so that's it. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. The, the second pick is the, the New York Jets. As I yeah. said, they won two games last season. The, we, we've got them going with Zach Wilson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Wilson. pretty much everyone has has mm-hmm. to go with. Um, he's very much a player that needs to develop. Yeah, is is very young. I think he's only twenty. You know, turned twenty one during the season. Um, I'm very surprised that they've actually traded Darnold away. Yeah, I think I've also not brought in a veteran quarterback mm-hmm. just to have that bridge quarterback that, that we have so bridge quarterback is normal when you bring in someone like a Tyrod Taylor or a yeah. Ryan Fitzpatrick where you have a rookie but you don't want them to start straight away yeah uh, so you get the the player that's been in the league to come in show them how it's done play a bit and then the rookie takes over uh, yeah. which obviously we saw last year with the Chargers and the Dolphins so, yeah, the Jets have got a funny offense as well, haven't they? It's kind of more. It's just not. Yeah, it's, a, it's a funny. It's a, what you say. Having not brought in a veteran, it's just kind of odd. <laughs> yeah, and Joe Flacco left as well in the off season. Obviously, he didn't have a good year last year when they filled in for Sam Darnold. Mm. Uh, but the coaching staff has changed, so they have a new offensive coordinator. Yeah. Came in from San Francisco. The head coach was the defensive coordinator at San Francisco. So, which I think is part of the reason why San Francisco traded up to number three because they already yeah. know who's going to number two because they have that relationship yeah. with the coaches. So they're like, right, who are you taking? Cool. We want this guy. So we'll just come in. I think that's how it's going. Yeah. Um, 
So yeah, Zach Wilson, he's been picked for pretty much everyone in the mock drafts as well. If you look at anyone that's doing mock drafts, Zach yeah. Wilson's the second pick. So that's basically those first two picks. I find it quite interesting, though, like, as you're saying about um, uh, when you're saying about uh, Trevor Lawrence being so far up there, it's amazing that um, so far up above them. I just I, I, the whole thing just baffles my boggles my brain because I'm like actually yeah yeah um you know how good is Zach Wilson if if Trevor you know imagine imagine being Zach Wilson and knowing that you're the second pick to like the greatest game <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's kind of like right we believe this guy is better than Tom Brady mm-hmm. so you're going to be the second quarterback that's picking picked after him. You're kind of mm-hmm. like, oh, right, okay, that kind of get that, yeah. But then you've also got that competitive, I'm better than him, mm-hmm. so yeah, that's totally. going to be something that's going to stick with him. Um, and if Zach Wilson shines Trevor Lawrence, then Jacksonville made a terrible mistake, me, yeah. and the New York Jets are geniuses for not getting that number one overall pick and having to take Trevor Lawrence, yeah, yeah totally. So, uh, again, this is how all the drafts changed their storylines years later. Uh, and the NFL do throwback drafts where they redraft yeah. players. So like, they redrafted the 2016 draft recently um, mm-hmm. and they lead up to this one. And instead of Jared Goff being the number one overall pick in LA, Dak Prescott, number one overall. Yeah, of course. And they just go through the first and they go, oh, this pick this team picked this player and he's done really well for them so they're they're going to stick with him but this player was actually better so they're going with him so yeah, yeah. so it's just rewriting the stories there um the third pick is the big one yeah in terms of storylines uh, san francisco traded up with quite a lot as we said to get the third overall pick in this yeah. draft they have said that they're drafting a quarterback that's been known for some time. Um, yep. They were asked if they could guarantee Jimmy Garoppolo would be on their roster on Sunday, to which Kyle Shanahan said, I can't guarantee anyone will be alive on Sunday, so I can't answer that. <laughs> which is a genius way to get around it. Uh, the reports are that he's going to get tra- uh, traded some point before the first round comes. Yeah. Uh, whether that's uh, New England, back to New England, the team that drafted him, or if it's Washington, Denver, they're they're needing quarterbacks. Yeah. Um, so that's that's something there. Um, well, I look forward to it. It's definitely going to be quite exciting. Yeah. So you have the pick for San Francisco. I, uh, I think it's taken. Uh, Justin Fields from Ohio State. All right, okay. Who did you have? Did you have him? I I have the 49ers taking Trey Lance. Oh, good. I like it when we got one that's different. Yeah. So so I can see, obviously, why you would want Justin Fields here. He is probably one of the best quarterbacks in the draft Mm -hmm. uh, based on his performance, based on how he's played. And some would say that he is the second best quarterback in the draft from what I've read and seen online and all the media reports and things like that, there is some character concerns. Oh, really? With Justin Fields. 
Um, and there's some things like there's a very odd Drafty movie. If you haven't seen Drafty, the movie, you need to watch it. Okay. Kevin, Kevin Costner is the GM of the Browns, and it's it's just brilliant. It's okay. terrible, but it's brilliant. Um, I, 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 have, I have I wasn't aware of the character concerns, but I do know that like I just think Fields would be a really bold move for the the Niners. I think um I don't know they need to change it up, and I think he's kind of a like you were mentioning earlier about this kind of you could you could you could draft somebody. And they'd be amazing, or you can draft draft somebody, and they, they could be a flop. And I think um, if, if, I think if he's the right pick for them, it'll be amazing. If he's not yeah. the right pick for them, it'll be it'll be terrible. But it's 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 a it's a very sort of swing for the fences, go for broke move. I think. And uh, but I do think the, I do think the Niners need it this year. Yeah, and you know that Jimmy Garoppolo isn't the quarterback that's going to help them mm. in a Super Bowl. Yeah, totally. uh, they know that from when they went to the Super Bowl, they took it out of his hands. And said we're running the ball. This is how we're going to win. Yeah. And obviously, he got injured last season. He got injured the season before they went to the Super Bowl as well. Uh, so he's not been able to stay on the field. So yeah, Justin Fields, I can see it. Um, but from everything that's said, there, there's is just not happening. Uh, thankfully, neither of us went Mac Jones here, uh, which is what mm-hmm. everyone's been saying. But who did you win? Uh, Trey Lance. Yeah, and I true. went for Trey Lance because he's the the dual threat, like mm-hmm. Lamar Jackson style, Dak Prescott, Patrick Mahomes. They can run, but they they're also really good at throwing the ball. He is, yeah. he's not polished yet, so he still has a lot of room from, to grow. And and be the the quarterback that he can be. But with the Kyle Shanahan offense being the best offense in the NFL, he's, he's going to have the ability. It's a bit of a bumper, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be like Jared Goff's first year in LA with Sean McVay, hmm. where, where Kyle Shanahan's going to be like, right, this is what the defense are doing, this is what you need to do. And then just hmm. calling it out, going right this one. So I think Trey Lance is going to be real good. If they go Mac Jones, then they're just getting another Jimmy Garoppolo. Me. Yeah. It might be an upgraded Jimmy Garoppolo, but. It's still the it's same player that you're getting. So, yeah. So this is where obviously our this is going to deviate mental yeah. now. Think, yeah. Definitely. So Atlanta number four overall. Yeah, I think they're going to take Kyle Pitts. Oh, who's a tight end? I like it. <laughs> yeah. Um, so why do you think they're going to take Kyle Pitts? Uh, I think um, uh, I th- there's um. Titans are a total funny, um, a funny position on most teams. I don't know. Like, I find them fantasy football. You either get like they're either amazing or they're absolutely terrible. Um, in yeah. a in, and I'm gonna have to like delve into my fantasy. You're 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 the brains in this outfit. I'm just uh, <laughs> I'm just uh, I just play fantasy and want to be the the, the eyes of the rookie in this. But I um, I think um. I think my understanding is t- like having a decent tight end can make or break a team, or or having a decent, you know, and like you think of some of the best teams in the NFL, and um, at the moment you think of your, uh, I don't know, you think of your, um, your Kansas City, for example, and you know, 
your Kelsey's <laughs> just like yeah, you know yeah. they're, 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 they're you know he's he's an essential part of that squad and I um, I know Atlanta needs something essential like they're missing so much it's as a team and as a like I don't know I don't know about your I don't know about your um, fantasy chats but the Atlanta Atlanta Falcons are a total joke in in my um, in my group chats every Saturday every Sunday yeah well we. Well, I can't tell you what we've got the, the Falcons. Mm. Uh, not an error, but yeah, they are they are a joke. Um, Barry supports the Falcons, so they're they're constantly a joke, even when they're good. Mm. Um, but always remember, twenty eighth of March is Atlanta Falcons Day um, for that Super Bowl, which is yeah. brilliant. That Tom Brady and New England Patriots keep on reminding of that. Uh, but yeah, I, I can take. I see the Kyle Pitts. Here, I definitely see it. Um, yeah. He is one of these tight end prospects who is, again, like a Trevor Lawrence. He is mm. the generational talent at that position. Yeah. Uh, he could be better than Kelsey and Gronk have been. Uh, obviously, you're catching the tail end of Gronk's career. Yeah. He's coming into it. Um, but they were dominant tight mm. ends. Um, Gronk's a guy from Gronk's a host at WrestleMania for me. Like I didn't know who he was. WrestleMania. The guy <laughs> I didn't know who he was. was like, <laughs> um, yeah, um, no, I think uh, I, I think Pitts is just he's a generational. I think um, I think he's gonna he's gonna be the bane of every defense he plays against his existence this season. If you know, or 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 future seasons at least, he's just I. He is a monster. He is a monster. Yeah, this. Is where you're going to call me a hypocrite. I have Falcons going with Justin Fields. Oh, do you? Yeah. Uh, so yeah. Matt I, Ryan. I can see it. I can see it. Matt Ryan is turning 36, hmm. which in our standards, that's not old, but in football standards, you're you're getting on hmm. a bit. Um, He's got a year as well, isn't he? Like, so you had, had a bad year. Not. A terrible year. It was was a down year. Uh, the defensive line didn't help. Uh, originally, I, I thought they would go for a, a tackle here. Uh, mm. No, I think they're going to go for Justin Fields, get the quarterback who actually can run as well. He's got that takeoff ability. I think they go for that. Obviously, the character concerns are around the University of Georgia when he was there. Maybe. So that might be a red flag for the Falcons, but maybe um, I think you just get him. He, he can sit this year because you're not going to get rid of Matt Ryan with the contract that he has. And no, Julio Jones is obviously in a monster contract. The two, Matt Ryan and Julio Jones account for around 26% of the Falcons' salary cap this year. Mm-hmm. That's so nice. that's just two players taking up a quarter of your salary cap. Um, they're looking to trade Julio Jones because of the salary cap. They only have six million free space, so they need to move some pieces to actually sign. <laughs> so you start to look at it like that, like oh no, <laughs> no, they only have six million. What a shame! But it's not a lot though, really. <laughs> it's not a lot when you have to pay like half a million for one player uh, regardless of who they are as a minimum then yeah it's not a lot but 
yeah, I can just see them taking Justin Fields here, have him sit behind Matt Ryan, maybe mature a bit, get mm. more professional like eyes on the, the product and I think um, know what you're doing, where you're going, learn a bit more of the offense, and then next year they'll take that jump. Going. Yeah. Which, yeah, so that's where I've got the Falcons going. Cool. I can also see them trading that they're the first team that's going to come out and trade back in the draft because all yeah. the three take quarterbacks know they're taking quarterbacks. So this mm. is where the draft really starts. Yeah. Yeah, it's like your your um your 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 big hitters and then after that you've kind of got am I right and that's what you mean. So like you've got the you've got the, the obvious like we need yeah. this and that's the right guy. We need this and that's the right guy. And now you're kind of like when you start to move into this, it could be this guy or this guy, and it can get quite it can get quite that's technical it. in terms of picking. And if Mac Jones goes at number three to the San Francisco 49ers, pick four is going to be a free for all. All the teams mm-hmm. are going to be calling Atlanta saying, We want that pick, we want that pick. Mm-hmm. So we'll see how it goes on Thursday. But yeah, I'll join. It's interesting as well because, like, obviously, every team's going to go in there looking for something different as well. And that's kind of, I don't know if that's kind of how I looked at the draft when uh, I spent quite a lot of time yesterday and today just kind of looking at, like, what you know the team order and what and, and actually just looking at the gaps and then I, and then I tried to have a look at like well is he gonna is there any other team that are likely to take that player before yeah it gets to that and, and just tried to work my way around it that way and then I got kind of confused and a bit angry at myself <laughs> and got and just stopped thinking too hard um my number five pick was a uh, is it I, I some of the names I find quite tricky is it uh, Sue yeah. Penny P- 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 Sue from uh, Penny P- 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 Sue? Yeah, Penny Sue. Yeah, he's a Yeah, I think that's exactly what the Cincinnati Bengals need. I think for their game, and he is. There was um, I was kind of playing. I was trying to work out whether um, they would. I I think Cincinnati will either have him or they'll have my number six pick for the Dolphins. It was you know um, but um. I know where you're going with that one. I know where yeah, yeah, yeah. That's who I have them taken. I have them taking Jamar Chase. Yeah, totally. Um, I, I think it's too too easy to pass up a number one receiver that has mm-hmm. played with your quarterback in college. No, of course I. Because they were both at LSU in 2019. So no, each one that yeah they won the college playoffs that year. Mm-hmm. Um. That is the connection because the offensive line, you're going to get better value or in the draft. So yeah. the second round, I can see them going offensive tackle, offensive guard in the second. Um, but I see them taking Jamar Chase in the first. That's all right, cool. Um, but Penny, he's a monster is, as well. By the way, Chase, like um, I think he, he yeah, he's incredible. He um, Again, you've got that lot, the drop off between him. Then the other two wide receivers, Devonta Smith and Jalen Waddle. Mm-hmm. So there's a little drop off between them, and then the drop off to the other wide receivers is quite big mm-hmm. um, in terms of what they're actually able to do. So, yeah. uh, Hill is one of the best tackles in the draft. So yeah. if they go for Penisil, you can't blame them for that. They're, you know, if you need a left tackle, 
and you get a left tackle at that, can't go wrong. Uh, his, um, his stats are through the roof. Like <laughs> I've never really seen them like that before. Um, yeah. Um, so yeah, um, Jamar Chase. I have him. I have him as Miami Dolphins pick. Yeah. Which uh, oh. which obviously they're they're sixth in order. Yeah. So. And they they've just added Will Fuller this this off season who is suspended for the first game and cannot stay healthy. Yeah. Um, but if he is able to be a wide receiver too, then mm. you've got that that game. Obviously, that brings them a number one wide receiver with Jamar Chase for Tua yeah. um, to throw the ball to. That's what exactly what I was thinking of. Yeah, Tua's great, but he needs he needs he needs something for his development. He needs folk to get the ball to who are who are reliable. And I think uh, Chase has I that. Agree. Obviously, Chase is off the board on, on mine, mm-hmm. so I can't pick him, but I do have a player that can catch a ball, mm-hmm. and that's Kyle Pitts. I have Kyle Pitts going to the Dolphins. Oh, yeah. So I can just, especially oh, well. for quarterbacks, if you have a tight end, mm-hmm. you can get the ball to them quickly. And because you've got your wide receivers going against your cornerbacks, your tight end's going to be on the offensive line, going up against linebackers most of the time. Yeah. Or you're forcing the team to go into a four-cornerback set. So you're only having one safety at the top in the defense, yeah. which gives you more room to spread the ball around. So I think Kyle Pitts falls because the Falcons take Justin Fields and the Dolphins get a steal here at number six with Pitts. Yeah. Um that's interesting because uh, um, that's the element of the, the, the draft. And it's quite interesting because we both looked at we both looked at Tua and thought, what does he need? And uh, mm-hmm. and he needs an offensive weapon. It's just which yeah. offense. And, and what will be available with that in the draft? That's it. You've got Pennsyl. You've got Jamar Chase. You've got Kettle Pitts. All three of them are the right pick. And that's that's the weird thing about this draft is. You've got three places where they could pick one player out of three and it would be the right pick, no matter which one it is. So, yeah, it's very interesting. The seventh overall pick is the Detroit Lions. What did you see with the Lions? <laughs> Who did you have? <laughs> I have Penny Soom going to the oh, Lions. Yeah. Uh, I think they obviously they've got Jared Goff, so mm-hmm. they're not going to do much this season. Um, they they lost Kenny Galladay, so I, I can see them going wide receiver here. But if you are building yeah. the franchise yeah. from the ground up, a left tackle will solidify your yeah. defensive line for the years to come. So that that's where I went Penny Sewell there. Who have you got? I've got a. Well, you're saying that I think that they could do with they could do with uh, a receiver. So I've I've, I've thought uh, Devonta Smith from Alabama. Next. Yeah, I think um I think he actually has um the the the, the, uh, the lines are missing wide receivers and he's a really good one. <laughs> it was generally I was like yeah I was like that's what they need and because um because Chase is already in Miami by the time of at this point in my draft I'm like well actually if yeah, I think I think if Chase is around, they'll grab him. If not, they'll go with Devonta Smith. 
Yeah, I can see that happening as well. That's a, a good pickup. And again, you're not going to go wrong with mm-hmm. you're the, the players that could be top 10 are more than likely going to be at least good NFL starters. Yeah. And if you get a good NFL starter per year, yeah. then you're going to be good. It's just the way it goes. And not much else to say about the Detroit Lions. They are the Detroit Lions. <laughs> so I'm saying nothing. I'm like, I don't really. <laughs> I don't know anybody that supports them. I don't know anybody that really cares that much about them. Do you have any Lion fans, friends? I think I know one person that's a Lions fan. Um, I feel I feel really bad saying that, but it's just because I'm in Scotland, and I don't know. Like they're just. I I find in Scotland, if you've got a, a team you support, it tends to be for kind of random reasons because we don't have like hometown. Well, most of us don't have like hometown. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's either going to be a, a family connection, or a TV show connection, or a movie connection, or you've that's seen fine. that team. That's fine. I'm, a, I'm a Packers fan because of a, that seventy show. <laughs> there you go. And a lot of people are Patriots fans because of Brady uh, and Wahlberg and Ben Affleck mm-hmm. and Matt Damon and being in that circle. And obviously, totally. you've got that. Um, I'm a Cowboys fan because I have family that live in Austin. Um, yeah. Back in the 90s, when we've won the Super Bowl, the last time we won a Super Bowl, we were like, oh, we've just won the Super Bowl, we're the world champions. I was like, oh my God, that's really cool. It's like mm-hmm. Scotland's never been the world champion in anything. So to have a team that the world champions, that's amazing. Uh, and it's just kind of stuck with me since then. Uh, so yeah, Lions, unless you're like a massive fan of, of Eminem, yeah, and then you get in, <laughs> the football, you're unless you have someone that lives in Detroit, <laughs> yeah, that's it. That, that's pretty much going to be it. Um, or you really like the color blue, that you know, right. yeah, fair enough. Man. Um, uh, so there's the second based uh, wildcat American football team that nobody really. I know. I don't know any Panther fans either. Um, oh, I, I know a Panthers fan. Oh, do you? Cool. Yeah. yeah. I've got a. I've got them taking Slater, Rashawn Slater. Rashawn Slater. That is a lovely pick there. And they, um, they need a left tackle. It's as simple as that. It's, again, it's it's what do they need? And um. He fills, you know, who's available, and he's great as well. I think um, he's um yeah. he's a bit small, but um, uh, no, he, he he strikes me as one of those players. Again, one of those kind of character players who like he's really good at what he does, despite not fitting the standard perceptions that are that are associated with that position. But I think he's really good, and I've I've seen some of, I've seen him play, and say so YouTube him a wee bit today as well. And I'm like, oh, this guy's pretty smart. <laughs> That's it. Again, offensive line, you're very, very rarely going to miss an offensive lineman uh, mm. when you're taking them because that is where your technical football comes in, where mm. you get a big guy and you teach them how to stop the other big guy coming at you. Me. Mm. Um, and that's basically it. Uh, there's a lot more to it. I'm simplifying it a lot there. Uh, but it's basically stop the big guys coming past you and that's really what you're asking these guys to do and then it's you can teach the technique you can't teach the athleticism in a way um 
so yeah if you get the guys that can show that they can do it you can teach mm -hmm. them all the stuff they need to do i have them going here for jc horn the cornerback okay um, yeah. cornerback is also a need they brought an aj Bowie, um who is a good cornerback he's not as good as he used to be uh but i think bringing in jc horn and teaming him with aj Bowie will just improve that secondary for the panthers mm -hmm. a lot more than like last year they got roasted deep a few times yeah uh, being nice um so <laughs> very polite there yeah so they need they need more people back there and again the offensive line you're going to get the value later on as well yeah. so but i can see the later going as well so I can, mm -hmm. yeah it's a good pick uh on to another team i know someone that's a fan of the denver broncos who have you got? I, I admittedly have. I know you, you, you hang around with more American footballers than I do, yeah. so you probably know. You've probably um, who, um, who have you got for the, the Denver Broncos pick? I have them going Mac Jones. So do I. I've got them going Mac Jones as well. Yeah. Nice. Mm -hmm. What, what, what is your reasoning for them going Mac Jones? Um, just. I, I want to get one right. I, I, I do think I have picked a few in the top eight that I'm like, mm, maybe, um, maybe I'm either going to be right about that and I can gloat a wee bit next week or I'm going to be wrong and I'm going to be like, meh. But I do think um, I do think uh, the Broncos need a quarterback and I think they've actually, they've, they've talked about it as well. Yeah. And I've, as, um, so I, I think with that in mind and considering that uh, on my list, Lawrence Wilson and Fields are already gone. Um, he's he's the other one that I think is quite good. So, um, yeah. What was your reasoning? It was probably better I, than mine. I have them going Mac Jones because he is the stereotypical pocket passer. Mm. Um, and the, their whole team feels like it's still mm. 10 years earlier than everyone else yeah. in terms of how the football is played and that seems to be their kind of style so mm -hmm. he would fit in with their style there's a full thing about um, their head coach being friends with Nick Saban the Alabama coach yeah. and they have similar yeah, kind of styles so I can see that kind of going right that's the offense that you're in we'll bring you in here we're basically running the same thing Go and get results. So yeah, that's yeah, you're right. I think you're. I think you're totally right with that. I think. I think with regards to the way the Broncos play, I think that's why. Again, the, the reasons why other teams won't pick Mac Jones is um, he doesn't have. He's not known for having a bit of a. He's not got a strong arm really for when it comes to like big long throws, does he? But um, he, like you say, he seems to make up for inaccuracy. So yeah. So as long as you're not throwing down the field, um, mm -hmm. he's accurate. Um, yeah. If you're asking him to throw down the field, as he's shown at his pro day, he's not accurate there. Mm. Um, so he was trying to show off on his pro day by throwing uh, bombs, and he was just overthrowing the receivers. Mm. So yeah, he, that's going to be your your dunk and dive, right? Ten, fifteen yards at a time. Move up, yeah. move up, move up. Yeah, um, it's fine. That that offense will probably come again. 
around Interstellar in about five, ten years' time when everyone's mm-hmm. caught up with stopping the running quarterbacks again. But mm-hmm. we'll see how it goes. Right. Hey, who, so, who's your boys got? So I have the Cowboys going Patrick Sertain the second. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> we need defensive help. Uh, our defence was bad last year. I'm just going to say bad. I know it was terrible. We were the worst defence um, until that got injured and we got slightly better. Yeah. Um, but I think this helps. Um, pair him up with Trayvon Diggs, who they were teammates in college as well. Um, and it just gives you a bit more lockdown. I mean, we were going up against... Um, Daniel Jones, Ryan Fitzpatrick, and Jalen Hurts in the division. So, it's taking a corner back here. The most pressing thing for our division, seeing as we're going to bring three quarterbacks, uh, yeah, two quarterbacks that aren't good at throwing deep, and Ryan Fitzpatrick, which is hit and miss. Uh, probably, probably not, but he is probably the best defensive player that we can take in this position. Yeah. And, and like you say, with, 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 with the, 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 the division he's in, he, he's a tactical, he's a tactical pick, isn't he? Um, yeah. yeah. Definitely. And yeah. It, it just helps us out on defence. And obviously, later on, we can go further down into the trenches and get defensive linemen who can rush the passer. Yeah. So, yeah. So, he's, yeah, he's just he's just good. He plays well. Um, um, he has, a, he has, I think, Prospects that make him and and a style that makes him really one to watch, and I think um and and again he fills a role that the Cowboys need. So, um, like, I actually used to, the hands. I, used to, I spent my last league, uh, my my fantasy league last year, for a wee while, um, picking defenses that, um, picking players that I knew were going to be playing Dallas, just because I knew that it was a, it was a relatively easy way to pick up on. Um, Pick up fantasy points. Yeah, that's that's never fun to hear. But you're, you're sorry. Right. <laughs> oh, you're, you're absolutely right. It was, it was the Jets the year before, in fairness. Like the Jets had an awful year. I think twenty eight to twenty nineteen season. I remember spending quite a lot of time swapping guys out specifically because I knew that they would be like they'd be receiving against the Jets. Yeah. So they might not be like the best receivers, but you know when like all the good receivers have gone to other folk in your league, and you're like, okay, I need I need to do a couple of tactical things to try and stay in this. So I would, right, who's playing the Jets? <laughs> That's how you stream. That's the best way to do it. Uh, right. The Giants, who have you got with the Giants? Uh, they're such a frustrating team, aren't they, the Giants? Like, I could, um, they were, I have got them going with uh, Jalen Waddle. Okay. Who's a wide, who's a wide receiver. Um, but this is, I'm not going to lie, this is when my draft started to get like, it's that weird thing. So like, you've got the, um, the sure things, and then you've got the, and then by now it's kind of the midland teams, isn't it? It's the teams that are sort of upper mid table when it comes to the rankings. So the, the you know, um, I found I, I found the next ones. Uh, I found this quite challenging. I do think I do think Waddle's a good prospect, and I think he he'd match up against the offense that uh, the Giants have got. So yeah, I, I've got them going to Fonte Smith. Um, here, so again, they need a, a wide receiver. Evan Ingram is 
not showing himself to be mm-hmm. the tight end that they thought he was. Um, however, he is an adjacent Garrett offense, and I know how frustrating that can be mm-hmm. um, after suffering that for many, many years. Um, so if they have a number one wide receiver, it can get a little bit better. Uh, Daniel Jones did show signs of being able to extend plays last yeah. year, um, which is good for the Giants. So I think a playmaker that can you know, go up and catch the ball gives them a, a bit more of an offensive... Yeah. Just... Um, yeah, they got, um, the Giants got... Uh, the Giants got Galladay as well, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. they did. So, and I, I, again, if you get one Waddle or Devontae Smith going up with Galladay, then you've you've already improved from last year. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you've already improved anyway because you've got Galladay. But now you, <laughs> you bring in an wide receiver, and then oh, that gives you more options. So yeah, I can definitely see them going wide receiver. Yeah, definitely. I've got um, another guy. Uh, I've got um, I kind of struggle. When it comes to drafting, but, um, I can't obviously. I, I only, I only, I only draft with you in one league. But Waddle, I've got Waddle marked as like a. He's, I think he, um, I think he and uh, Galladay. I think they might, they might be wide receivers at fantasy leagues. Don't like leagues don't tend to pick up, but might do yeah. really well this season. Because yeah, Fogger two was a guy in like your wide hmm. receiver two, wide receiver threes hmm. in fantasy. There, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Cool. Uh, so we now move on to the most frustrating football team ever. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, the Philadelphia Eagles. I, I, I've got an awful soft spot for the Eagles. I think because I like the Rocky movies and because I like it's always sunny. And um, I think most people have an affinity with the Eagles just because of it's always sunny. <laughs> but um, they are such a frustrating football team, aren't they? Yeah. Um... Mainly when they beat the Cowboys, that's the most frustrating. But right. I, I, I really don't like the Eagles. Um, I don't know that it's just something about them that annoys me. Um, yeah, I, I have them going Rashawn Slater here. Okay. Um, just because Wayne Johnson is aging, um, so their offensive line he was banged up last year. Um, Again, I wouldn't be surprised if there was a retirement coming uh, either mm-hmm. after the draft or next year. And then obviously you've got a tackle there ready to go in. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I've got them going rush on Slater and just showing that offensive lineup. Also helping Jalen Hurts with a bit more protection. Mm-hmm. What about you? Uh, I'd, my 12 and 13, I flipped them about quite a lot. Again, similar similar reasons why you went um, Slayer, but I've already Slayer's already away on my pick yeah. in my draft. So I've got them. I'm struggling with this because if I give them my, I give them this guy, then the Chargers don't get him, and they have to. And then I've basically my, my twelve and thirteens are, are, are I'm swapping them about. Um, but uh, no, I'll go. Uh, the Eagles will take JC Horn. He's a nice. quarterback. Nice. Um, just he, he has a bit of aggression that has been he's 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 an aggressive player that the Eagles need. The Eagles are weird. They're just a weird team that kind of are good until they're not good. And I think he I think he he's got a, a cutting edge that I think might work. 
Yeah, I can see that. That's that's a good pick for the Eagles, unfortunately. Uh, both of our picks are good picks for the Eagles, unfortunately. So that's that's a shame. Um, right. So who have you got going for the Chargers then? So I was I was struggling with this as well. So I've got them with I've got them going with Christian Darasaw, who's a tackle okay. from Virginia Tech. Um, I um, I, yeah, I think the, I think the Chargers did really well um, with their off-season stuff. Um, uh, they've they've they, they've built their offensive line up quite well, and I think um, I think but just, they seem to still be missing a tackle, and because they um, I've already got the number one tackle I think in the draft. Um, I've got Penny Sewell, Penny Sewell away already. I, I I think they would maybe have him. I think they would take Slater if he was still available, but I do think those two are going to be away by now. So I think um. With that in mind, um, I think Darius probably. Uh, I think Darius. I do think. I do think if the Chargers are lucky enough that you were talking about, like swapping and dra- you know draft picks and stuff like that. I think that. I don't know. I don't know if you've got an idea of what teams you think might start to play around with their draft order. So I think. I think the Chargers might. I I think you would see. You could probably see. I'm just having a look at the table here. Um, Pittsburgh might move up. Mm-hmm. Um, can't really see anything more moving down. Um, mm-hmm. And again, the ones that we've not already gone through. Um, I think, um, Patriots and Cardinals are probably your, and maybe Washington are your teams that are more likely to move up. Mm-hmm. If, um, obviously, in the Patriots and the the Washington, if a quarterback is in these areas, yeah. so if. Uh, Justin Fields has fallen all the way down to mm. um, the Giants at number twelve. You may see yeah. that happen. Um, I do. I, I think the Chargers are quite a strong team. I think they built. The, you know, they, they were they were they were quite they were they were quite a confusing team last year. I think they built up themselves quite well, and I, I do think that's. Uh, I think Darius was just something that could. I. I um, yeah. I, the, uh, I, I think a lot of the coaching decisions as well in regards to time management caused yeah. a lot of frustration for the Chargers last year. Um obviously I don't know how their their new coach is gonna do as a head coach because he's only been a defensive coordinator. So we'll yeah. we'll find out this season. I have them going quite a pay uh okay. here on defensive end just because Melvin Ingram is no longer with the team. Uh, yeah. from what I can see and they need someone opposite uh, Bosa. So yeah, I've got them go for quite a pay. Yeah. Cool. And that's that's in there. Yeah. Who have you got uh, for the Vikings at number 14? Elijah Vera Tucker. Okay. <laughs> Why? So Elijah Vera Tucker is a guard and mm. obviously the offensive line last year for the Vikings wasn't the greatest. Mm. Um and because he's a guard, he is the top guard prospect in this draft. Mm. You plug him in, you get a bit more protection for Kirk Cousins, but you'll also open up the holes for Dalvin Cook. Yeah. As you can see last year, it doesn't really need all the holes, but if you get him a lot more space, he's able to do a lot more. Who have you got? Um, for almost identical reasons, I've got Christian Barmore from Alabama. Um, I think we just. I think we probably just looked at what we thought Minnesota needed, and in, in terms of 
protection and and then we're like, hey, oh, he's there, but um So a defensive tackle. Yeah. Yeah. I think, just... Um, I just think uh, aye, the Vikings had a frustrating season last year as well, and I just kinda didn't they? I think it was quite a I just think um I, I, I yeah. do think they won't. Uh, yeah, yeah, I, th- I think they've got a really funny spot. Um, I yeah. just thought, yeah. I just thought that, that I, I thought the Vikings' defense was really lacking last year, and I think that's that's something that they need to strengthen up. Yeah, and obviously that is their their strength, mm. as it were, as a team. Um, mm. So yeah, I can definitely see them going for a defense there. Mm. I, I wouldn't be surprised. Um, I just. So Elijah Vera Tucker was still there, and I thought that's that's, that's yeah. Oh, uh, right. So, are we taking notes? Uh, oh, I'm keeping my notes. You've kept your list, haven't you? We'll, we need to I've work out. We'll, 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 we'll do a wee leak on a uh, Friday. We'll compute up who got the most accurate. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah, okay, so one of the bizarre ones I thought was number fifteen, and this was one I spent ages and ages on, and um, I um. I think the New England Patriots are in a funny, funny position. They they are. They are lacking uh, a lot of positions apart yeah. from tight end. Um, they're sorted at tight end. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Um, I have them going Aziz Ujulari. Okay. Here, he is a linebacker. I just think he's going to fit in with the Bill Belichick kind of defense of mm-hmm. just rushing and being aggressive and just being able to get to the ball. Uh, he does have some knee injuries apparently, which okay. could see him could see him fall. Um, but yeah, I think that's that's where they're going. What about you? Uh, I think they need. Um, I, I think they might go Trey Lance, who nice. is. He's a quarterback. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think they might go him. Um, I think Cam Newton's only got a year left in his contract. So um just kind of a one year deal. But I think I think last year Newton was really disappointing. I think in um I think he disappointed a lot of people. I think obviously he had he had massive boots to fill. But <laughs> yeah, he had, yeah. He, um I I thought and I felt there was a there was there was kind of there was a lot of moves to try and make Cam Newton come across as a bigger deal than he would be. You know, he was the guy, and he hasn't been the guy. So I think they'll use the one year left in his contract to try and prime somebody else. Um, and again, some of the best quarterbacks are already gone. I think if it's not Trey Lance, it's going to be one of their quarterback and one of the other quarterbacks that I've already put up is about they'll go with him. But um, I think he, I think he's a fit. Yeah, I can see them training up for for a mm-hmm. quarterback here. Um, on you were mentioning your running game earlier as well, like the um the running quarterback being like the new thing. I think Trey Lance fits that. Trey Lance is that as well, so he fits that. Yeah, and even if he he sits for a year behind Cam Newton, mm-hmm. obviously they are very stylistically the same. I think Trey Lance mm-hmm. has a lot more, especially now, has a lot more upside than Cam Newton. Um, mm-hmm. He's not had the injuries that Cam Newton's had. Yeah. Um, he's not been in car crashes like Cam Newton has been. Um, so yeah, you, you've just got that. If you can learn from that and sit and then see how things go. Because again, this is college players. We're, we're talking about people that are in college who are then going into 
a multi-million pound professional job. Mm-hmm. So you've got 20 and 21, 22 year olds who are going to be paid millions to play a sport. Mm-hmm. So yeah. uh, and the Titans had an issue with their first round pick from last year who went off the rails. They traded him for nothing to the Dolphins because the Dolphins said, right, we'll take you on, we'll help you. And he was like, I can't be bored. I've, I've got money. I've yeah. got cards. So I'm just going to do what I want to do. And then that's it. He's out of the league. And that was only one year. Yeah. So, you, yeah, I think, and I'm not saying that Trey Lance is going to have these issues because I don't think he will. But I just, I think he just needs time because he's only been a starter at North Dakota State for one year yeah. in college. So I think he need he just needs a bit more time to get accustomed to the game. Otherwise, he's going to go at Josh Rosen, and it's just not going to go well. Fair enough, fair enough. Man. It's not one that one I consider. Who have you got the Cardinals taken? So we're at the halfway point now. I've got mm-hmm. them going Jalen Waddle. Okay. So I just think that you've got DeAndre Hopkins, uh, you've got. AJ Green now, who is not the AJ Green of old. Uh, Larry Fitzgerald, is he coming back? I don't know. I haven't seen anything to say he is coming back. Yeah, yeah I haven't seen uh, anything. But that gives you at least a wide receiver number two, which gives DeAndre Hopkins more space. And it just opens up the game. Then you've got Kyler Murray getting at least two big options that you can throw the ball to. Uh, I, I think that's, that's a good one. What about you? Uh, I've got Mika Parsons from uh, or Mika Parsons from um, from Penn State. He's a defensive. He's a linebacker. Yeah. So um, again, I think um, he's a he's one of the best defenders going, and I think that's a space that the um, the Cardinals could take advantage of. So um, I think at this stage in the draft, he'll still be about. So he's he's. He's a, he's a, I, I, I found him, I don't know, I just kind of, when I got to this point in the draft, I was like, what do the Cardinals need? I was like, I him. <laughs> he's, really, he's, really good, he's really good in a position that the Cardinals are struggling with a wee bit, so. Yeah, because Hassan Reddick left in the off-season, so they, they, they're down the linebacker there. Mm, I can see yeah. that. Um, what about the Raiders? Who you got the Raiders going with? Uh, Greg Newsom the second. I love I love American names. I love how they... <laughs> the um, second. Yeah, it's brilliant. Uh, and I like that uh, Patrick Sertain the second and Greg Newsom the second. They are the seconds, but their fathers played in the NFL as well. Totally. I am yeah. I think uh, the Raiders are in a division where they've got Patrick Mahomes <laughs> and uh um, they'll just get they'll get trounced in that position if they don't if they don't fill it with somebody that's really good, um, and uh, yeah, he's pretty he's awesome. So you're gonna make me say the name of my pick, aren't you? All right, okay, I have them going with a linebacker. Okay, but okay. for the exact same reason as you've gone for your mm. for cornerback here, um, hey. because you've got Patrick Mahomes in your division, so I've gone mm. for a linebacker that has side to side speed, which. Um, I don't know if you've ever seen Luke Keekley play for the Panthers. Oh, I haven't, um, no. But he was able Just... to be in the middle of the field and then 
if the run went to the left or to the right, he'd be like the first offensive player there making the tackle. Yeah. Um, he was just like, he had the vision that he could go and see it. So I've got them taking a linebacker, and the linebacker that they're taking is Jeremiah Uwuzu Koromora. Awesome. I've got him later on, I think. I think he shows up. If I, let me just show you my list. Yeah, yeah, I think I've got yeah. Or JOK, um, as we can call him. Uh, which oh, yeah, um, uh, yeah. I, I think I'm, that's, that's 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 pretty solid, man. I've got uh, yeah. I, I've got him. I he showed he came up as a really obvious pick for one of my later on picks when when I was looking for what I thought they needed. And I was like, oh, so um, but yeah, he's he's supposed to be awesome, isn't he, Jeremiah? So. Yeah, I I think he's the number one linebacker in the draft, um, which might be why. Micah Parsons hasn't shown yeah. up in my draft. Is he, uh, is, he not, is he not yours at all, no? He is not in the first round at all for mine, no. Oh, well, interesting. I, I can see okay. him going in the second, but yeah. So the Dolphins, with their, their actual pick instead of the... I have them going with... Uh, it's quite a pay. Yeah, quite a pay, yeah. yeah. Is that is is it Quitty or is it Quitty? Quitty. Quitty. That's a great name. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. He's just um. I just think um, um, I think the the Dolphins are, are are doing really awesome when it comes to building, uh, building like their team, and uh, I think they, he's a utility man that they could use. Um, yeah, definitely. I can see that. Yeah. Uh, again, you want to have. The defense that was really good last year just keep on improving. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I can yeah. see that. I've got them going Christian Darasol here. Okay. Um, just if you can shore up that offensive line and give two more time. So, you've got yeah. Christian Darasol and. Yes, he's already, he was already gone on me. I think, uh, I, I generally think, uh, I think the Chargers will grab him. <laughs> but, um, yeah, if he's around, if he's around, I think at Miami, again, it would be. Really, really wise to grab. And again, a, a mind if you've got Kyle Pitts and Christian Darris all coming out of number you know, your first round pick, so that's it's a home run. Yeah, totally. From what I can see there. Um, definitely, it's really good for them. And with the trade that they've made today with Washington, um, they need some offensive line help because they've sent mm-hmm. Eric Flowers to Washington first and they've traded seventh round picks. Yeah. So that's another offensive lineman gone from Miami. But speaking of Washington, I didn't realize they did that, and I don't know if that has an effect on who I picked. I didn't realize that had happened. I just wasn't paying attention. Washington, I I developed an awful soft spot for Washington last year. I don't really know where that came from because I always hated them because of the Redskin name. Um, but uh, they got I, rid of it. And maybe because they got rid of it and just they got rid of it. But they, they didn't replace it with anything, so it, it felt kind of like Ken and like I don't know. It, 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 for me, it almost felt like they became like that. No, obviously, it didn't because they're a multi-billion dollar or a multi-million dollar organization. I don't actually know how much the Washington uh, football team is worth, but they did last year. They kind of reminded me of like the like when you watch these old like kids movies where like. Um, you've got the big power teams like in the Mighty Ducks where you've got like the Hawks or in the new series um, you've got these like power teams and then you've got like 
the team that has to like assemble all their gear by like using the stuff that was in Lost and Found in that. And the Washington football team sort of reminded me of that last year. I don't really Which know why. The, the average Joes of the NFL. Yeah, exactly that. Just like <laughs> yeah, like borrowing, borrowing like their uncle's shoes and stuff like that. And obviously that's not what was happening. But I really liked their uh, I really liked their running back pairing last year. And um, I tried to grab them as much as I could. Um, both names have escaped me as as of writing that they had they had this awesome running back last year who um, Antonio Gibson. Antonio Gibson. Um, I grabbed him in every fantasy team I could get him in last year because he was he, he was just immense. Um, I think they'll get uh, Rashad Bateman, who's a wide receiver, because um, that's a position I think if they can get that position right, I think the Washington football team will have like they've got I think the the basis of a really awesome offensive line, and I think I, I'm, I like that. Mm-hmm. I would definitely put him in this slot and just have that coverage in the middle of the field mm. um, I think the the issue is obviously with Rashad Bateman is in American field terms he is small he's 5 foot 7 yeah. um, so he's not like 6 foot he's not sitting 6 foot so you're not expecting him to go up and grab balls in the end zone he's going to be very much like a Cole Beasley um, yeah. kind of player uh, which is absolutely fine I, again I, I wouldn't take him in the, the first but I can definitely see why they would want to have a playmaker like that. Uh, I have them going Zavin Collins. Uh, just shoring up that linebacker because they've got their um, linebackers cores. They've got John Bostick and David Meal as two mm. big names in that linebacker uh, squad. So I think just adding someone else in there because their defensive front is a, a beast. And if you can just get a player in behind that, who's very good. He has some flaws in his game in regards to run protection. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you've got the front four, that can do a lot of the heavy lifting for you and have those concerns. You know, you don't have to worry about your flaws so much. You focus on your game and you just improve when you can. So yeah. that's a really good pick from me there. So that's how I've got them going. Yeah, I think so, man. That's pretty... Um... I I I'm, I hope I maintain my my wee soft spot for Washington this year. I do. Um, I just well, they've I got Fitzpatrick, so if anything, yeah, I, I, he he's, he fits in he fits into my story as well of like the guys that like um, borrowed you know that this the the, the the ragtag team of misfits. That's it. He's just he's just a a fun guy, um, that just you know he's every team he's been at. Everyone has loved him. Mm-hmm. He's just been like, right, that's our guy. We're going to fight for that, our guy. Mm-hmm. And if, when the rookie takes over the job, they're like, oh, but Ryan was doing so well. It's just one <laughs> that's of those magic. That's um, uh, Chicago Bears, I, I struggled with this one because um, I think... Because you're a Packers fan. No, yeah, well, not even that. <laughs> just, um, yeah, there is that. But also, I just think, um, I don't know. I think they need a quarterback. They they do need a quarterback. But I think I think I don't think there's. I I I think all the quarterbacks that they would want would be gone by now. So yeah. and I don't I don't think there's a threat of them losing any of the ones that are left at this stage. So I don't know if there's like the gamble involved in going right. 
I don't think we're going. You know, we do need a quarterback, but we're not going to lose any now. I don't think anyone, any, any of our quarterback targets will be drafted before our second round pick. So I think they might go somewhere like, um, I, I've, I've picked them going with uh, Trayvon Morig, who's a, who's a safety, because um, what's that? I was swithering with that pick. I like that pick. I think um, I think uh, obviously got Eddie Jackson out there already, and he's quite. I mean, he's. I think with with a partner in crime, they could that could be quite uh, spicy. So. Yeah, and they've got Antonio Gibson, mm-hmm. uh, who's just signed again. Um, but I, don't, I think he'll be gone next year. Uh, mm-hmm. I went Greg Newsom the second year. Um, just mm-hmm. again a cornerback. You can move him to safety as well. So yeah. The great thing about these these players, they've got the versatility to move positions as well so you're not going to be playing in the position that you're drafted in that you've got the ability to move around I just think if you get good players in and your defence they can play these positions and you can teach them how to play them so that's why I went Greg Newsom the second there cool Right, I'm gonna have. I'm gonna. I'm gonna do the the the. I'm gonna do a 15 minute warning for us because I told my wife I'd be done like well before next. So. Yeah, that sounds good. <laughs> um, Let's go through the next one's quite quick then. Um, I I think I think I think on, in in general, particularly the ones I've got like, they're the teams we're starting to move into the territory of teams that that were solid last year. So actually, they're looking at strength and spaces rather than. Rather than going for a new franchise or or, or, or something that somebody that will alter things dramatically, um, so for example, I think uh, the Colts will go with somebody. I, I I had the Colts and the Titans. These were rotatable as well for me, just depending on who was available at the point. I've got uh, the Colts going with Jason Oe, who's a who's a edge from Penn State, plays in the. I like that. Um, I have them going with Tevin Jenkins, uh, who's an offensive tackle. And the reason I've got them going for offensive tackle is because Cantazaro, their left tackle, retired in the off season, mm-hmm. so it's just filling that that big need on the offensive line. That's that's what I've got them. See, going I, I I I like Jenkins a lot, and actually, I did a I did a silly thing. I think I think Jenkins is a is a solid shout for this position, but um. You'll find out where I put Jenkins in a wee bit. <laughs> I can see him going maybe um, 29th overall. Yeah, I think so. I think he'll go 29th. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I, th- I think... Um, yeah. Uh, who have you got for 22? It's the Titans. I've got them going Caleb Farley. Okay. Yeah. The cornerback here. Um, again, the Titans do have multiple positions of need mm-hmm. uh, but with Kale Farley you've got you're at a position where you're really taking a chance here on what you can get and Kale Farley is a top 10 prospect yeah. in my opinion unfortunately he has back issues okay. uh, he's had back surgery before so that's why he's been falling down pretty much every mock draft that you see uh, but I think they Tennessee are at a position where they can take a risk on yeah. a player like this and even if he is a great player for two to three seasons you've got that two to three year window because yeah. you're already in a window where you can go and make it to the, the playoffs and 
contend every year. So if you've got a player that can play great football for two to three years, go for it. Yeah, that's interesting because um, yeah, I, that's really cool because I, I I took Farley elsewhere for exactly the same reason, but just with a different team. Um, I um I had to say I had three I had three edge players that was just kind of like that were that were kind of set over the table. So we talked about Jenkins, um, yeah. um, um uh, and Oe, but um, uh, also I think uh, I think Tennessee might take somebody like Jalen Phillips, who who um, hmm, he, he's awesome. For those that don't know, um, he might be one of the best. I think possibly, um, he's brilliant. Um, I think it, just just while we're on the topic and we're we're moving through um, a wee bit more swifter, I think the Jets might take somebody like Kayla Farley for exactly the same reasons you said with Tennessee, but more of the gamble. The more like let's try and let's let's try and do something a bit risky, and if it pays off, it might pay off pretty massive for us. Yeah. Definitely, and I can see that obviously bringing in Forty Niners defense, you're you're going to be known for your, your explosive defensive play. So yeah, if you get a player at that position, well, so he needs to stay healthy and all that sort of stuff. But that's it. But the end of the round one, you're looking at round two prospects, really. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, if you can get a player who is top ten at the later end of round one, then go for it. Definitely. Yeah. I've got them going offensive line. Uh, I've got them going to Landon Dickerson here, who's wow. the centre. Uh, he might be the best centre in the draft. Um, and I just think, again, you're going new cornerback, quarterback even, um, with Zach Wilson. Let's get some more protection in there because yeah. they had a lot of injuries in the offensive line last year. Uh, put him in, move Connor McGovern, who is the centre at the moment, into guard or you can take Landon Dickerson and put him into a guard position yeah. that just gives you a bit more protection there that's cool man that makes a lot of sense um, the Steelers a very a very I, I felt sorry for the Steelers they I think they've got a huge job to do with their team um, I think I think they're stand they're, I think they finished higher than they possibly should have based on what was going on um, yeah, uh, they they were so unlucky to win eleven games to start the season, mm-hmm. um, well, you know, out of twelve, um, and then lose the the rest of them basically, uh, which was mm-hmm. funny to watch. Because I was, it was I, 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 I think it's just Pennsylvania teams that I really dislike. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> it's just um, I really don't like the, the Steelers. Um, so yeah, my friend Tom, who will need to get on at some point, he's like that. He's like proper like Steeler Nation, you know. Like he totally, yeah. he totally, he's a diehard. Like um, so, I've got a soft spot for the Steelers based on that. Um, cool. Cool. I think they've got to tackle. Have you? Yeah, because they lost so many players, but they lost. They pretty much lost their entire defensive line this off season. They've got like one player returning. So, <laughs> everyone's going oh we need a running back in Pittsburgh but if you don't have an offensive line you can't run the ball Yeah. so I'm going with Alex Leatherwood here okay yeah what about you uh, Asante Samuel Jr I think I, I, I totally just totally like ruined you're, you're like we need a running back we need this but <laughs> I, I thought yeah, either a running back or a cornerback and for that reason, but he will get. If they don't fix the offensive line, 
it doesn't matter how good he is, you'll get squished. So I'm like, oh, a Sandy Samuel Jr. is perfect for the Steelers, but you know, you might just be roadkill as well. So, <laughs> yeah, I mean, their their defense they lost a lot of people as well. So if mm-hmm. again, I can't criticize the pick; it's a really good pick. So yeah, mm-hmm. if he's a top player on their draft board, they should definitely do it. You just they just need to they've just they've got so much to work work to do everywhere. Um, I found that run really really hard, but um, I think that's kind of Ben yeah. returning is is probably damaging to the Steelers team yeah. in the long run. I think I um, thought yeah, so I was playing around with like I, I did think a tackle was maybe going to be top of their list, but actually, um, all the tackles that I would have thought they would go for might be gone. You know, so I I, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised I wouldn't be surprised if. Uh, one of the tackles that we mentioned already is still floating around at this point. It'll be unlikely, but if there's one of them floating around, they will go with them. I think they will take it, but we'll, we'll see. Yeah. Um, um, who have you got with the Jags taken? So, so this is like the... going Jason Owa. Okay. Your edge rusher that you like there. I, I just think you, you go, obviously, get Trevor Lawrence. You your defense has fallen off quite a bit since it has. So if you get a rush here, get a rusher here, you can win on both sides of the ball. That's, that's really my decision there. What about you? So they've got Trevor Lawrence, obviously, and in order for in order for him to do well, they need somebody that's going to they need somebody that he's going to feed off of a lot of the decent. Um, uh, uh, I think any of the wide receivers we mentioned would be quite good. Any of the, the tight ends would be a good choice. Again, for me, it's coming to the point in the draft where like all oh, your total, your 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 possible like superstars have gone, possibly. Yeah. So you're, um, I think somebody. So I've gone with Elijah Moore, who I think he has the potential to do really really well. Um, but you know, there 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 was there was, I, you were talking about like there being like players up at this caliber and then you've got guys that are a lower caliber and there's a couple that sort yeah. of um, I think again Elijah Moore could have been for me somebody else in, 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 a, in, a, in a list of about a half dozen wide receivers but I think he's probably the best of of a, of a bunch mm, yeah. definitely uh, and he's speedy uh, that's one of the good things as well he's, he's got a lot of speed yeah, 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 he's quite new um, uh, yeah is we on the Browns? Is we on the Browns? Uh, who did you pick for? Who who are the Browns taking? Funny again, the Browns, the Browns have got themselves in a really funny position in this draft, haven't they? It's very unusual to see the Browns draft this late in the first round, unless they're taking <laughs> someone's first round pick in a yeah. trade. Mm-hmm. And they've always like I think this is the first year their actual pick has been outside the top ten since I started watching football. Um, yeah. So it's it's nice to see. I really wanted the Browns to go to the Super Bowl and beat the Bucks last year. Like that would have been really cool, mm-hmm. just to have it happen. But it wasn't to be. Uh, but I've got yeah, I've got them going Jalen Phillips here. Okay, yeah, cool. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Uh, they've signed Jadavian Clowney for a one-year deal. We get Phillips in behind him, and then take over Bell's Garrett. You've got a rush there. It's going to be consistent and good. Mm-hmm. What about you? Uh, I've got them. So you call them JOK? Is that what they call them on the? Oh, Jeremiah. Uh, yeah, we, have to, we have to. I think we have to call him Jock because we're Scottish, surely. Jock. 
Big jock. <laughs> Big jock. Um, yeah, I've got them going with him. Um, I think. Uh, I think they need a linebacker, and he. I think Big Jock's the the man. I like it. I like Big Jock getting in there. In the <laughs> yeah. so you've got Big Jock, and you've got your punter, which is Scottish as well, and Cleveland. Yeah, yeah it could so. be the team of Scotland. It's, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they, they certainly have been over the last ten years. So oh, the, the overachievers. Yeah. <laughs> right, right, so Baltimore. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I've got them going with Aziz O'Jolari, who is oh. an edge player. Um, I think the I think the Baltimore I think Baltimore could use a player like that, and he, hi, he's got it's a very Baltimore draft there. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I like that. He's already gone on my board. He went to New England. Yeah, yeah uh, absolutely. So I have them going Elijah Moore. Oh, cool. Getting that speedy receiver in there help out Lamar Jackson as well. Yeah, I think uh, yeah, that, that that's a position that you could um, that's a position that I I hadn't really thought about, but now you mentioned it, I'm like, oh, actually, the Ravens, the the Ravens wide game wasn't amazing last year, was it? Or it was, uh, it was oh, sorry, spotty. yeah, spotty. I was going to say inconsistent was the word I was looking for. Yeah, yeah cool. Definitely. Who have you got? Uh, who have you got? New Orleans taken? Gregory Rousseau with Miami. Defensive end. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, uh, he has a talent, but um, from one of the reports that I was reading, the the term uncoachable came up. Oh, really? Uh, which is a concern. But I think if you go to any coach, Sean Payton is probably going to be able to coach you, that no matter what your yeah. what your mental state is like. Um, so yeah. What about you? Uh, I've got Terence Marshall Jr., Ooh. who's a wide receiver. Um, I like him. Yeah, um, I think the Saints need a number two, and he 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 would fill that quite, I think, quite amicably. That all works. Right, yeah. we, we've already talked about twenty nine overall, <laughs> Green Bay Packers, but yeah, let's confirm it. Who are you taking? Uh, Ch- Jenkins, I think they will take Jenkins. I think I think I think he's the best tackle that's left, and that's, um, I think, um, yeah, the Packers have got a great offensive line. They never haven't had a, a great offensive line in the last wee while, um, but that right tackle <laughs> needs needs cleaned up a wee bit. And I think um, someone like Jenkins again, Jenkins. Uh, there was the three. I don't know. I don't know if I have I made this up in my head, but I think he had a. There was three tackles um, that are quite um, are quite um, quite tasty, and uh, Jenkins is one that's left in, in my list. So I think I think I think that I think they will try and snap up if, if like um, who are there to uh, can't remember names just over there. like Darasaw for example. I think would be yep. I would love Darasaw in the um, in the Packers, but I think he'll be gone. So. Yeah, I I've got them going Creed Humphrey, okay. um, just bringing in a, a center because Corey Lindsay's gone, mm-hmm. um, so center is a position they need, um, and obviously you've got the offensive line coming in there as well. So yeah, I've got them mm-hmm. going Creed Humphrey, based on um, his ability to lift weights, basically, um, <laughs> his pro he just. <laughs> destroyed the the bench, so yeah, 
again at this point of the draft, you're just picking players that you're taking a gamble on. So yeah, Creed Humphrey there. Big Buffalo, who have, who have you got them going with? I have them taking a running back, the first running back. Absolutely. On, on my board here. Uh, Najee Harris, which is a surprise. Um, I, I just think they haven't been able to run the ball um, well on West Josh Allen's the one running the ball. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just think, especially when it gets to the goal line, a time last year they weren't able to score when they got in the red zone on the ground. So I just think that that's the pick. What about you? Uh, I've got him, uh, Elijah Vera Tucker, who's um, a guard, but he can play at tackle as well. Um, nice. Mm, I think a, um, a really good pick. Yeah, just versatile. So I, I think, um, again, one of these players that could probably slot into any team at this point in the draft if he's still available. Um, but yeah, again, I, I, I was playing around with him for the Bills and... The Chiefs and I was playing like if he's if he's available, the Chiefs will take him. I think, well, but I think the they, I think they the would have, team t- they would have taken him and, until yeah, they he, traded Baltimore. Mm-hmm. Um, so obviously they traded about Baltimore for Orlando Brown, their left yeah. tackle, uh, and they also gave up the thirty-one overall pick. So it's now Baltimore Ravens with the oh, is it? Yeah. Oh um, my. Lord. Well, yeah, I'm so out of it. Uh, so, so that, yeah, that, that was announced the, the other day. Um, I think yeah. it was Sunday that was announced. Um, ah, yeah. So I have Baltimore going for Quinn Meniris, who is, again, a, a centre, but you've got the guard ability as well. Um, mm. And you could probably push him to right tackle where Orlando Brown was playing for the Ravens. If you wanted to try it, I don't think that would work. But again, that's just the. Well, I'm going to give I'm going to give Baltimore my third. I'm going to give Baltimore my Kansas City pick just because okay. uh, I'm going to ch- I'm going to change on my, my list just now. I think uh, the tackle Dylan uh, Raydons is available still on my list, and okay. he would fit into the. Yeah, I think. Um, I don't know why because I'm. He will fit into the Ravens because he has to for the purposes of this exercise. Because <laughs> he's a tackle and um, he just stops men from getting to mm. another man. <laughs> Last but not oh, least, yeah. we're on to our Super Bowl champions. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers, yeah. Who have you got them going with? Uh, Elijah Molden, who's a safety from Washington. Oh, nice. I like that. That's, that's a, a sexy pick there. I think I think the Bucks are just uh, the Bucks were just unbelievable last year. Um, yeah. The Bucks, the Bucks were the Bucks were that team that I used to. They had a few guys like Godwin who I was like I really like them, but they're in, he plays for a crap team. And then <laughs> I that was absolutely outstanding by the Buccaneers last year. And one of the, one of the more exciting, I think the Buccaneers uh, demonstrated last year why the whole drafting um, the rebalancing process that they try and do within the NFL works. It's quite exciting because you have teams that like, you know, in, in British sport, you have like you have your major players and then they all decide that they're too big for the leagues they play in and then they, they have to apologise and, and you know, they have all the nonsense that you have with the Super League and all that pitch. But um, in, in, in American sports you have teams that are rubbish for years, build up and then all of a sudden they're great. 
and it's it's it's, yeah. it's it's incredible. And I think yeah, it's just getting the the Jenga pieces into your team. Mm. So without them, you would fall apart. But when you have them, you're standing yeah. tall. Um, I've got them going boogie basham. Yeah, he's a defensive end that Wake Forest. I love the name. I just think he, he couldn't play in any position with that name, could he? He could be he, he could be a running back with that name, could he? That's it. And obviously, when he gets sacks, it's going to be a boogie. <laughs> so you're going to be a sack boogie, and it's just going to be great. I think um, they've got a JPP who has um, stopped playing with fireworks because he's grown up, but he's he's getting older. Um, so I think getting Boogie Basham to come in again, he can take in turns for JPP. He's going to rookie contracts. He's going to be there for four years. And then obviously when J- J- JPP goes, you can put Boogie Basham in as a full-time starter. That's there. <laughs> I laugh every time you say that, man. It's just so awesome. Big, big, big. His name's actually right. Carol, by the way. All right. But he's he's going for Boogie Basham, which yeah was great. I think just just the, the, the strength of character to push that <laughs> is yeah. enough. Um, yeah, it's amazing. I'll be really good to see um, how these players do next year as well. If if they are. Um, you were seeing at the start. How often do you tend to, before we tie it up in the next minute or two, how often do you see first draft picks make an impact on the teams they, they go for? So, obviously, it depends with the team and, and what team they're going to. Uh, based on quarterbacks, in the last 10 years, there's been eight quarterbacks who have gone number one overall. Mm-hmm. Three of them are still with their team. Mm. Um, one of them is retired and the other four are on different teams yeah. um, Cam Newton Andrew Luck Carson Wentz no, Jared Goff um, they're just three of them uh, yeah. Cam Newton went to the Super Bowl Jared Goff went to the Super Bowl and yeah, they both yeah, so big, 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 they have the potential to make a big impact so they do. Uh, the number one overall pick, though, that's kind of an issue. Um, again, you see offensive linemen and defensive ends cause the biggest impact because mm-hmm. that's the position where you're not really having to learn new skills as such. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas on the offensive line, you're learning a new offensive scheme Um but when you're playing as a tackle or a defensive end or a defensive tackle, it's right. We need you to get the guy tackle, yeah. make tackles, stop the players. So you've got Bosa's coming in. You've got TJ Watt, who was a first rounder uh, back in 2017. I think he went 18th overall yeah. after the Cowboys picked tackle Charlton for some reason. Uh, TJ Watt went to the Steelers and has just been a beast for them. Um, Again, Aaron Donald was the number one overall pick. Um, Miles Garrett was the number one overall pick. So you do have your first round picks who are more likely going to be your stars, uh, like Ezekiel Elliott, that kind of thing. Um, Again, rounds two, three, and four, you're looking for players of depth and good quality players. And if they make it to starters, then perfect. Uh, but number one, you're really going for that starter player. Fair enough. 
It's cool, man. It's exciting. Right, um, so we'll be going over this next week, won't we? Who, who was a... Uh... Who, who got the most picks, yeah. So we'll awesome. see. It'll all change because they'll trade out all the, all the picks and then, like, Baltimore will trade both their picks for um, the number one pick and then they'll trade Omar Jackson to Jacksonville for Trevor Lawrence and then we'll just put, hey, everything's wrong. But <laughs> we'll, see, we'll see what happens on Thursday night and we'll awesome. talk about that next week. Cool, that's good fun. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Awesome.